0: win streak to seven and they avenge what was one of the most disappointing losses of the season earlier in the year they erased a three-goal deficit and beat the Edmonton Oilers this is a, a really fun game as you'd expect it to be Rangers Oilers you, you kind of figured there'd be a lot of goals and there were the Rangers gave up four goals in the first, and when you do that, it's rare that you win a game. Forget about anything else. It's, it, you give up four goals in the first period, it's going to be tough. But the Rangers, they they fought back, and really, they didn't play that badly in the first. They really didn't, but you allow this Oilers team to get a couple of power plays, it's, it's an historically prolific power play that the Edmonton Oilers possess, and so that hurt them. But they won the game, and yeah, for me, what sticks out, again, was that loss early in the season. I think that was on their mind a little bit, a little bit. The fact that the Rangers were up 3-0 against Edmonton at home and lost 4-3 in regulation. Now, it wasn't quite to that extent here where Edmonton still gets the point, whereas the Rangers in that game get none. But the Rangers kind of got their two points back, if you will where that was two points they should have absolutely had, and it slipped away. And here, look, they were down 4-1 after the first period. Like, you think that they're probably going to lose it, and they don't. And, look, special things are happening again with this Ranger team. I mean, they have been on quite the run ever since that Chicago loss where Trouba threw his helmet. I mean, they they are just on an absolute tear. The record now is 33-14-8. And, you know, look, like, the, the statistics are there. Like, some of the underlying problems that existed last year aren't quite as aren't really there as much this year. Where last year, you know, Shostak and the power play were big reasons for success, especially before the trade ad li- before the trade deadline. But now it's it's different, and they're just they're finding ways to win all the time. Now they're scoring a lot of goals, and I think it's impressive. First off, that Shostak who look really none of the goals were really his fault. And I, mean, I could think about maybe one of them. But, you know, he was able to shut it down and was a key reason why they won, especially late. Especially when you think about what happened in overtime where the Rangers were shorthanded and in the shootout, he was absolutely brilliant. Also, you get contributions again from the veterans. Crowder with a couple of goals. One on the power play, one shorthanded. He kind of got them going. And Zabanajad just continues to... Just be really, really good. Really, really consistent. And he scores his 30th goal of the season. Again, he's just been amazing on the power play. But he's got 30 goals and 30 assists on the year. And the kids. The kids came up big in this one. Where Alexi Lafreniere scores in the third period. And he also gets the game-winning goal in the shootout. So, you know, props to Lafreniere, who's been a lot better lately. Really has been. And then Kako. He makes a great assist. He kind of made that Lafreniere goal happen. And then he also scores in the shootout after, you know, Brian Nugent Hopkins scores right away. Kako responds with a beautiful goal past Jack Campbell. So, you know, a lot of different contributions, like I said. Credit to Shissurkin for saying mentally strong. You get, you know, Kreider and Zabanajad going. And then the kids, specifically Lafreniere and Kako. And look, it's funny, Phil Heedle, now it seems like he can't buy a goal where he was scoring at will, and now he's getting tons of chances. Like re- He must have had like three or four grade-A opportunities and couldn't score. It was Adam Fox's 25th birthday. It's amazing what he's done in this league. I mean, just turned 25, and, and he's done so many amazing things, and he had a couple assists tonight. I thought Panarin was pretty good. I thought that line you know, did a nice job, the panarin trocek VZ line. I mean, I continue to be impressed by Jimmy VZ. As far as Vladimir Tarasenko goes... It's been, a, it's been a rough beginning. Obviously, he gets that goal right away, but he's definitely trying to find his way. And, you know, there'll be some patience, definitely. But let's just call it as we see it. Tarasenko has not looked very good, but they're still winning anyway. And I think the biggest thing the Rangers need to do is improve upon the fourth line, specifically fourth line center. Now, it's funny, Jake LeCision actually draws a penalty that eventually leads to the tying goal, so he does do that, but that fourth line as it is right now, not going to get it done. I think they know that, uh, and certainly LeCision should be out of the mix. Gauthier, for me, I'm okay with him being on that fourth line or maybe being like the first healthy scratch, but one or two depth forward moves might need to be made, at least one for sure, ideally fourth line center. And then defensively, you know, I, I think that they're pretty much set there. But again, it can't hurt to have, you know, another depth defenseman, Ben Harper as the number seven. That's okay. You could probably get by with that, but wouldn't hurt to get another one. In this one, as far as the ice time was concerned, the fourth line did not play much at all. And we saw a little bit less of the Mika schneider pair, who I thought was all right in this game. Definitely struggled on that second goal by Edmondson, but you know, I thought that they were all right. But you know, whereas the last few games we kind of saw balance in this one, not quite as much, where more of the top players were in there. But let's discuss this one. So the Rangers, I thought, jumped out to a nice, nice beginning, and you know, there really weren't that many crazy scoring chances either way. You know, pretty solid defense, but then offensive zone Trocheck takes another penalty, and I like how Trocheck excuse me, has played lately. But I do think that he needs to limit the penalties. I mean, he is, it's Ryan Schroem all over game uh, in terms of that. Uh, and so Trocek, it's, it's called interference. And he basically just flung Campbell's stick. His stick was on the ice and he, you know, you're not allowed to do it. He just basically sweeps it away from him. And that, that's just not smart at all. And immediately Edmonton scores in the power play. It is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from Hyman and McDavid. So with that, it's McDavid's 100th point of the season. Crazy. He's already at 100 points, he's, and he got another point tonight as well. So he's at 101 with what a little less than 30 games left. It's just 25 to 30 games left in the schedule. Just crazy. But this was, you know, nothing that Chasturk can do about it. Uh, and the Oilers make it one nothing just like that. Then they make it two nothing. It's Tyson Barry scoring his eighth goal of the season from Fogle and Yanmark. So this is a situation where the fourth line and the third pair were pinned, did a really poor job, and Edmonton just pressure, 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 and they score to make it 2-0. Then it becomes 3-0. 19 seconds later, Derek Ryan scores his 10th goal of the season from Hyman and Pugliarvi. And this is one where, you know, he beats uh, Shesterkin high above his shoulder. And, you know, maybe Igor would want that one back. But, you know, 3-0. And it's not looking good, but the Rangers do get a power play. And it's drawn by Tarasenko, who was slashed by Darnell Nurse at thirteen oh eight, And it's a power play goal for Chris Kreider, who hasn't had as many power play goals this season. But it's Kreider's goal, who's 23rd, from Zabanajad and Panarin. So it's 3-1 at this point. And you know, that was a really be- you know, nice goal. Great passing. Kreider set up wide open in front, and he buries it. And then, unfortunately, Keandre Miller takes a delay game penalty, not a good penalty, at 1655, and the Oilers make the Rangers pay. It's Leon Dreisaitl scoring his 32nd goal of the season from McDavid and Nugent Hopkins, and just like that, it's 4-1. So you, you don't feel good about that, and that, you got to stay in the box. Bad penalties by Trocheck and Miller, and it's 4-1 Oilers going to the first, but, and apparently, in between the first and second, Gerard Gallant said, we're not losing this game, and... You know, it makes it look a lot better when you win, and and this was one of those games where you felt like you could come back, and that's what made that loss of the Oilers so annoying early in the season. Is the Oilers? They're the ones that blow these types of games, and that's what we saw here. And it kind of comes in unconventional fashion. The Rangers set goal. It's a short-handed goal. So Lafreniere holds Zach Hyman at 5.55, and Kreider scores again on special teams. It's a short-handed goal for Kreider. His second goal of the night, 24th goal of the season from Fox. Really nice pass by Adam Fox and Lindgren with the other assist. And this is a play where Kreider kind of has a 2-1, tries to get it to Zibanejad. The defender stops it, and Kreider just kind of gets the rebound off of the failed pass and scores. Backhand. And the Rangers cut the deficit to 4-2. And the Rangers had a lot of chances to really get this closer. Uh, they actually get a power play. Yamamoto interferes with Goodrow at 11-14, but the Rangers, they don't score there, and there was a lot of chances. Heedle comes to mind definitely. And they just didn't score, but they stuck with it. So this this becomes the Rangers' first comeback when trailing by two goals or more in the third. So as good as the Rangers have been in the third period, this was a unique comeback, and it had all, you know, it had all of it. Right. I mean, giving up the four goals in the first, being down by three, but also being down by two in the third. And it helps to score immediately. And it's the kid line that gets it done. Lafreniere scores his ninth goal of the season from Kako and Edel. And you know, Kako really made the play. He is so good uh, below the hash marks behind the net, you know, using his, his body, shielding the puck and final Lafreniere. And he buries it. So it's 4-3. And the Rangers, they would, you know, draw some key penalties. The first one being Yanmark Cook's decision. So the fourth line didn't play much and they didn't play well, but give them credit for this one. And it was kind of all of them that get it done. Goodrow, Goche makes a nice play to get it to decision and the Rangers get a power play, but to make things better, Derek Ryan is called for delay of game. And so the Rangers have a five on three and they score to tie it up. It's Zabanajad his 30th goal of the year from Fox and Panarin. And we're all tied up at four with 650 left. And then the Rangers, you know, they still got that five-on-four after the Zabigan goal, and Heedle had a great chance but didn't score. So the Rangers had opportunities to take the lead. They don't. And late, the Oilers, they were, you know, the last minute or so, maybe a little bit more, that of regulation. The Oilers had chances, but you know, if they don't score. Rangers get this to overtime. That overtime was really fun. A lot of back and forth for the first four minutes of overtime. And again, they start Heedle with Panarin. So it's an interesting call in terms of face-offs. I guess they don't value it that much, which you think they would, but they did gain possession right away. But yeah, Heedle starts the overtime with Panarin. And I believe Keandre Miller. And there were some different combinations that were involved. But eventually, Zabanajad takes a penalty as he takes down Connor McDavid. He trips McDavid at three fifty nine. I'm thinking this is trouble. And they had a lot of chances, but give the PK credit. I believe the three man unit, for the most part, I think it was Goodrow, Truba, and I guess it would have been. I'm not positive. I guess it could have been Lindgren. It would have either been Lindgren. Let me see the the. Uh, sh- it might have been Lindgren. I think it might have been actually. So I think it might have been Lindgren and Truba primarily with Goodrow, and they did a really nice job. And Igor was great, too. Igor made some great saves. So we go to the shootout. We go to the shootout. They actually kill off that, that one minute and, and a second, technically. And we head to the shootout, and Rangers get last slicks, which I always prefer. But right away, New Janotkin scores. And then Kako. And really, that new Janotkin's goal was, I got to see replay again. I was surprised it went in. Uh, give him credit. And Kako, he ties it up right away. And then it's kind of ebbs and flows. And the Rangers had so many chances to kind of put this away. Eventually they do. But McDavid is stopped by Igor. So you're thinking, all right, here we go. Panarin, who is unbelievably good in the shootout. He doesn't score. He misses. Then Leon Dreisaitl, no goal. So, all right, Jad here we go. Zabanejad, who has great career numbers uh, in the shootout. But this year hasn't been quite as effective. He, he misses the net as well. Complete misses. So now we go to, like, extra time in the shootout. Tyson Berry save. Now it's Vlad Tarasenko. All right, Tarasenko, like, let's have a moment. You know, Yes, he scored that first goal, but he hasn't done much. Be a hero? No. And for me, Tarasenko, I think moving forward in shootouts, there's a lot better options. So I, I would not rush to have Tarasenko go fourth. The top three is definite. You know, Whatever order you want it to be, but it's got to be Panarin, Zibanejan, and Kako. It's got to be the three. So now we head to round five. Derek Ryan stopped by Igor. At this point, Igor is really locked in. Really locked in. And then Phil Heedle goes. Uh, Phil Heedle is up, and he is stopped. And he's another one for me, where Heedle, as good as he is and as much opportunity as I want for him, he's never been great in the shootout. So that was, you know, not the move I would have done. Then Yamamoto is stopped by Igor in round six. And then Alexi Lafreniere steps up, and he gets the game-winning goal. A nice, you know, he opens up the legs of Campbell, slides it five-hole backhand. And the Rangers win this one, five-four. A fun game. A great comeback, and the streaks continue. The The point streaks that they have, which I guess now it's points in points in nine straight, I believe it is. And, of course, they've won seven in a row, and that's two seven-game winning streaks this season. Two uh, streaks of seven or more wins, which I believe is the first time in Rangers history that's ever been done. So we'll see. Calgary game will be interesting. Now, Halak will be in net, who's been good lately, so you can kind of say on the one hand— He's due to lose. He definitely is. But this will be an interesting one. Look, you could forgive the Rangers if they don't really come through. For Calgary, I think they have this kind of marked on their calendar. Uh, a lot of people felt like that last game that, that was recently, that was, what, a couple of weeks ago, less than that, at MSG, was a great game. And you remember that. Some of the big Truba hits. Sammy Blay was involved as well. Now he's on St. Louis, so he's not as involved. but. I think it'll be a pretty fiery game. But the Rangers coming up with this emotional win. I'm skeptical, but then again, how can you be with how well the Rangers have played? I think the Rangers are certainly better than Calgary, but this will be an interesting one just because I think, you know, will the Rangers have the energy to close off this Western Canada trip? We'll see. They'll they'll need Halak to play well. I believe that. And, you know, hopefully the Rangers will, you know, look, they've been scoring a lot of goals lately. least. hopefully that continues. But this will be this could be a fun one as well. Uh, there might be some retribution, which I, I kind of doubt there will be, but expect it to be, a, you know, an emotional game from Calgary, considering it's an Eastern Conference, Western Conference matchup. You don't normally see stuff like that, but I think that they probably just like, just like the Rangers really, I think they remembered that game against Edmonton in the year. I think Calgary probably does as well. It was recent. I mean, it's not like they blew the game or anything, but it was definitely uh, kind of, dubbed as like one of the best games of the nhl season at this point so we'll see but again rangers they rally from a three goal deficit they win in the shootout they beat the edmonton oilers five to four to extend their winning streak to seven